I feel like we have to just have a little start bit. It's just got off. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. Like, we can't just start straight away. Okay. It's just weird. And we're just going to do a sync clap so I know when to sync them up. <laughs> I was so pathetic. No, I'm just nervous. Right. Um, hello. Welcome to episode five. five? We are together. We're, for person. the first time, we're recording in person. It's, it's very like, what, strange. the fourth time we've ever actually met in person? Third? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about menopause and the fun, fun ride that is. Oh, do we need to introduce ourselves? Yeah, so we can introduce ourselves, I guess. Yeah. Again. For the um, first time. I'm Rachel. I'm the president. <laughs> I'm Annabelle and I'm the Equality and Diversity Officer for Bloody Good UEA. The next president. True. I am your successor. Is that the right word? Yeah, because yeah, you're my so. predecessor and I'm your successor. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> so much pressure to carry it on, though. Um, yes. Should I start with yeah, the... Yeah, okay. I don't really know a lot, so... Okay, so obviously everyone knows menopause is basically when you stop menstruating, but it's actually defined as amenorrhea. I don't know how to say that. Amenorrhea, which occurs for more than 12 months. So amenorrhea basically means the absence of menstruation. So mm. menopause is the stage where you haven't had a period like a proper period for more than 12 months during adolescence when you start menstruating basically your estrogen levels like they rise during puberty and then when you're menstruating and like when you start your menstrual cycle um they fluctuate but remain relatively high and then when you're pregnant they increase because it's getting ready for like i watched this video and the guy was like for like partition or something and i was like as in your vagina <laughs> as in the opening uh, it's not. <laughs> getting ready for opening night basically yeah and then towards the end of menopause basically your estrogen levels drop and estrogen is a sex hormone that basically gets your body ready to have children babies, babies. so when your estrogen levels drop it basically means that like there's a lot of science behind it but the long and short of it is your body is a lot less likely to have a child because there's a lot less estrogen I feel like we should always do a little disclaimer at these points going, we are not yeah. science <laughs> students. I got this information from a um. YouTube video. <laughs> like technically Which my undergraduate seven degree years old. is a science degree, but it's environmental science, so I'm not sure it's that relevant. That's a good disclaimer. Yeah, if I say we, anything that you, we don't people know are like, science. yeah. This if is I, what the internet tells us. Yeah. So if anyone's like, that's literally wrong, feel free to say <laughs> Just, that. Yeah. At least we'll then know that someone's listened. Yeah, I might hurt my feelings, but I'd rather you say <laughs> she might cry. But uh, it's worth it for the, for the right knowledge to be spread. Um, okay, do you want to carry on with the points? <laughs> Did you see this? But I highlighted because um, I really like this. It says when men menstruation stops. <laughs> I just, I was like, nice. <laughs> I obviously just started to have menstruation and then did it again. <laughs> I wish men could menstruate. Yeah, do you know what? I really wish I would my thing what am I think? Or people with penises. But I would just love if I could like give my lamb just like one cycle of my mm. like period like oh yeah. my whole like cycle. Not because I want him to be in pain. No. And he is very sympathetic towards me, but just so he can fully understand. Yeah. Because I feel like some days when I'm like like yesterday, three days before I ovulate, I always get really bad headaches, nausea. I just feel shit, bloated, like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's not a great day. Yeah. And I always just think it sounds really dramatic. We've completely gone off topic here. That's what we're there for. That's kind of the point. I always think I sound really dramatic because I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, I'm nearly ovulating. Oh, it's the oh. hormones. That's why I can't move. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm not actually being dramatic. Like, I'm having a lot of pain. Mm. Like, it but, fucks everything yeah, up, doesn't it? It just sounds like really unrealistic, like from an outside of point of view. I just yeah. yeah there isn't really a day when things aren't happening do you know what i mean yeah. basically every day i'm like wait what is this why is my discharge like that and honestly now like anything that happens to my body or to me I'm like hormones <laughs> yeah, literally like 90 percent of the time it is so yeah true but i don't know there's just like i do get a bit freaked out i think about what it could be no yeah like, I'm like, oh my god, it might be this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get like one like ache in my head, and I'm like, oh my god, I've got bone cancer. Literally. <laughs> what was it? That word that starts with an O that means your bones basically stop. That. Yeah. Is that? I'm like, yeah. I feel like I might have just another round of word. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll say it's. Like, I love that we're in the like, med building. There's potentially med oh students that are like, guys, oh we're sat in the med building so talking about how much dumb. we don't know anything. They're probably just like. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? If any medicine you want to come on to our podcast, uh, okay. I thought you said. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said if any menstruants. <laughs> I was like, yeah, an interesting word. If any menstruants want to come on. <laughs> anyway, back to the menopause. Um, yeah. So, usually, menopause kind of happens or starts between the ages of 45. <laughs> <laughs> that time that you were reading something out and I, I typed on the word doc you're like the Indiana Jones of periods <laughs> sorry carry on I am the Indiana Jones of periods um it usually occurs between ages 45 and 55 um as yesterday kinds mm-hmm. which um oh and the average age uh is 51 yeah, but obviously, you know, it does vary, but <clears throat> usually it's always different. Maybe I saw it on Instagram or Facebook or... Anyway, mm-hmm. I saw some articles thing about um, a girl that was, like, 22, was in, like, early menopause. Yeah. And then, obviously, went down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Looking at work. Am I having early menopause? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I am. But, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can... We can talk about that now because, like, also, I don't know, it makes me a bit, like, uncomfortable, I guess, when people joke about, like, I don't know, they'll get really hot and they'll be like, oh, my God, it's, like, menopause or something, mm-hmm. and they're, like, you know, 18, 19. And I'm just, like, some people actually do go through that. And it yeah. probably would be really, like, really tough because, like, then you can't have children, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, like, all sorts of other, like, things as well that happen to your body after all your hormones are not as high, isn't it? Like, it's part of the aging. Yeah, and imagine having that, like, really early. So... Yeah, 1% of menstruators experience menopause before they turn 40, um, which is known as premature menopause or premature ovarian insufficiency. That doesn't um, sound right, does it? No. Premature ovarian insufficiency. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. If they thought you've got ovarian insufficiency, I'd be like, do you have like a vitamin for that? Have like an energy drink I can take? um so it can be caused by a variety of things obviously sometimes it will just be like you know something not something that's unexplained but like it's not necessarily these things this is an exhaustive list but it can be brought on by right i don't know how he says an oof yeah i mean i'm not even gonna attempt it an oophorectomy Like that. Hold on, let me see it if I can. doesn't necessarily feel like that's right. How do I, like, what is that? Again, 
Can you imagine going out here and you go searching being like, yeah, we need to move for a like, that just doesn't sound. Like, it just, I'd be like, you're lying. Oh, apparently it's over-rectomy. Oh, Sorry. like over. Over-rectomy. Oh, like over-rectomy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like you're over. That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's see what this thing says on how to pronounce it. Friday's not that cheap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking YouTube adverts. I can't. Right. There are some advantages. So two families as well as so. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to know. <laughs> it's either oophorectomy or oovorectomy. Anyway, Basically, that's the removal of your ovaries. <laughs> Long story short, removal of your ovaries. Even yes. Um, which is interesting because I've heard of hysterectomies, which is removing your uterus. That's, that's what your mum had, isn't it? Yeah, she had um, that after kids. So everything, isn't it? Mm. Do they, wait, so is, a his, is there a difference between, like, is a hysterectomy just your uterus? And then you have this other thing that's just your ovaries. And then is there something that takes everything? Because I feel like there is. Or I feel like there's a different name. What? Yeah, but you can't. I mean, yeah, why would you just have ovaries in your uterus? Yeah. It doesn't. But I feel like there's another something next to me that I've heard of. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love how most of this podcast is just us learning as well. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's something I've seen on one of my like endo support pages. Like, Probably, yeah. Um, I think should we talk about this in a different episode because I feel like this is going to take a lot. Of, yeah, I feel like we, we can talk about like gynecological procedures, you getting a wand shoved up your vagina. Like, I would love to talk about that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> we'll we'll get to it. She love. I just I would thrive on that conversation. <laughs> I'll just leave the room. Let you just tell it. Right? I've had a lot of things on my vagina. <laughs> They're like, so can you go around and introduce yourself? And you're like, hi, I'm Rachel, I'm 24. And fun fact about me is I love having things <laughs> shoved up my vagina and I job interviews. Yeah. What's, what's an interesting fact about yourself? <laughs> well, I'm actually referred to as the period queen. Yeah. Some girls. call me the Indiana Jones of periods. <laughs> also, have you seen Friends? Yes. I had a dream last night that they'd like redone all the episodes with the friends like wearing masks because <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Yes. And I was like, how did they do that? Like, why are they all wearing masks? They've got time machine. So, <clears throat> back to the causes of premature or early menopause. Yes. Some breast cancer treatments can cause it, or it can be brought on by underlying conditions such as Down syndrome or Addison's disease. Furthermore, um, you, if you smoke, on average, you will experience menopause two years earlier than people that Ooh. don't smoke. So there's another reason on top of the many not, not to smoke. Because it'll come earlier. Yeah. Wouldn't have expected that. So yeah, it lasts about approximately four years. Yeah. Which sounds awful. It does. It honestly does. I feel like the after part of menopause. <laughs> I'm just going to say the after party. <laughs> <laughs> Which menopause is done. Everyone has a party. It's just, it's the rules. <laughs> It's like no more periods. Let's have a party. Why don't we do that? I actually think that's a great. I would like to celebrate that. Yes. If I had no more periods, I would celebrate. I would be like, let's get absolutely trashed. (laughs) Oh yeah, no. So I just feel like after menopause, like menopause itself, shit, sound shit. Mm. Periods, shit, Mm. shit time. Mm -hmm. After menopause. Surely, apart from the old age-related stuff, yeah. things are looking up. Exactly, like, yeah. Womb-wise. Womb-wise, you're thriving. Boob-wise, if you have boobs. 
saggy. Do you know what? Mine are already there anyway. <laughs> same. <laughs> Honestly, same. They sag. Nothing's perky anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but also retirement, potentially. But we do live in a capitalist society. And I feel like by the time we get to retirement Everyone age, yeah, we'll be either dead. Yeah, just... we'll be either dead by the planet dying or we'll die out of Before we're allowed <laughs> But womb-wise will be great. <laughs> womb-wise will be thriving. <laughs> Just don't think about anything else. Um, yeah, so then after the four years, you experience post-menopause, which is where estrogen levels are very low and there's no more menstruation. I feel like estrogen is the bane of my life, so... I it's kind of like the root of all evil, isn't it? Honestly, yeah. It literally Shit. controls, like, everything we do. Because <laughs> also... <laughs> Like, all of the stuff, this is all linked to, like, the hypothalamus, like, in the brain, you know? And, like, all of the, like... I do know what that is. The endocrine gland? How do you say it? I don't know. And, like, all of that, right, it's all linked to that because it, like, triggers different hormones, but then obviously it stops creating those hormones. So people don't realise how much your brain and, like, your vaginal and uterus health are linked, you know? No, I mean, I've got a whole book on it that I need to read. I recommend it. it's called Vagina, and then I can't remember the rest. There is actually, I think, I'm pretty sure there is a book called Vagina, I think I might own it. <laughs> Maybe you do, it's called Vagina, A New Biography, it's by Naomi Wolf. I need to read this one, but yeah, people don't realise how much it's linked and how, like, it goes through, like, your brain and obviously, like, yeah, hormones change everything and it's, you know. Which... I do think now that I've started, like, I literally track everything yeah. on my period app. From like any little mood changes or anything yeah that i do notice now more like how my mood changes throughout my cycle not just necessarily like pms yeah um and now i'm like oh, hormones or like when i've got brain fog and i'm like not sleeping well and yeah. stuff like it's crazy how it all is um yeah related do you ever think that when you're on your no what when you're sorry people are talking outside it's really distracting <laughs> <laughs> when you're ovulating Mm-mm. How do you feel then? I'm trying to work that out for myself. Um, I like, shit. Really? Well, a few days before. Yeah. See, this was yesterday. Yeah. Shit. World's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. I think just after I ovulate, there's like a couple of days where I feel great. Yeah. Like, holy as hell. <laughs> just thriving. Yeah. And uh, then the PMS starts and we quickly go down yeah. the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, yeah, there's like a, there's two days there where I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the whole month. Yeah. Also, like, days. two days after my period, I normally feel quite good as well. I get about four good days in a month. Um, <laughs> what a sad life we live <laughs> like, So depressing. And I really have to plan those four days well. Mm, I know. Like, do you ever make really the most like, of oh, it? Oh, no, is it coming? You take the date and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, all right, it's okay. Honestly, when I get my deadlines, I check them, like, check them against to school. my, like, period yeah. date. Be like, right, how am I going to be feeling? When can I actually get these done? Yeah. Like, which is, um, people with penises don't have to worry about this mm, stuff. I know. It really pisses me off. We've um, got topic again. Yes, we have. Shocking. So, we'll go on to symptoms. Do you want to... There's, like, well, so many different categories of symptoms. I've kind of just listed them in a random order here, but that's fine. you do you. You can read these them out. sound great. I'm just going to... I'm going to whack them off quickly, I reckon, and then we can just... And we can go back into it, yeah. Okay. We've got hot flushes, night sweat, vaginal dryness. Mm. I can't say that word, so I'm just going to say discomfort during sex. <laughs> Difficulty sleeping, joint pain, weight gain, 
Low mood. I can't blood pressure. Like joint pain. Weight gain. Low mood. Slash depression. Anxiety. Incontinence. <laughs> Urgency to pee. Reduced libido. Problems with memory and concentration. Memory loss. And headaches. <laughs> okay. This is what you've got to look forward to. Yeah, so basically, it's actually a nightmare. Like, all of those symptoms. And, like, so many people experience all of them. Like... Obviously, you know, the common one everyone talks about is hot flushes. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was just everywhere, but apparently it's face, neck, and chest for four minutes, usually. That's very specific. Isn't it? <laughs> you, like, time it, like, sorry, in four minutes, three yeah. minutes, 30, and I'll be done and back with you. Like, yeah, but I remember, like, you know, like, being in the car with my mum, and she would just have, like, it would be, like, a cold, like, freezing day, and she would have to, like, roll down the window, because mm. she's just got, like, a hot flush. Oh, I remember, like, my auntie at, like, Christmas dinner would be like, just give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like... Four minutes specifically, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that can cause night sweats, which also links into the insomnia. See, I get night sweats during my cycle. Really? Yeah. Which, for ages, I just thought I was like... Ooh, my stomach's rumbling. <laughs> like, I just didn't really track it, because yeah. I was like, I'm just hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hot. <laughs> I'm just uh, sexy. Now that I track everything, yeah. um, I do realise it is to do with hormones. <laughs> just to get that out there not menopausal it's other period things <laughs> um so yeah vaginal atrophy is basically like dryness mm-hmm. um doesn't but doesn't that sound like really like like atrophy that to me sounds like your vagina's just crumbling <laughs> like it sounds like like peeling off yeah like it's it just literally crumbling good. before your yeah. eyes like it's gonna fucking you know cause an earthquake like or something that we no. know of but the other thing is, so this vaginal dryness also increases the chances of getting UTIs and other infections. So it's I just mean, like... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's... Like, what honestly. the hell? And then also links into incontinence. So, like, not being able to control your bladder that much. And the urgency to pee. So you just pee a lot. Um, it's basically, like, all of the symptoms that you might have, whether, like, pregnant or on your period, but, like, all together. For four years. Yeah. Um, I was about to say four minutes, but that's just four, four, minutes. four minutes. I wish it was too bad. <laughs> and also, you have reduced libido, which is sex drive, See, which I, you, I guess you would if your vagina was dry as well. Like, yeah. But I, like, um, I feel like I've heard that, like, you have a reduced libido while you're on your... When you're on your menopause, <laughs> <laughs> while you're going through menopause, yeah. But then afterwards, mm-hmm. um, you're like, let's bloody go at it. Let's like old women get horny as hell. Maybe just from experience. I mean, this sounds weird. From working in a care home experience. Oh right. Um, old people are horny as hell. Like they, they? just want to go at it constantly. Can't blame me. I walked in once. We had this married couple. No. There's some, <laughs> there was a lot of mobility issues. Yeah. So there was no like shagging. They just honestly. See, that's why we have to do people. That. Like, we need to make a way for them to still be able to have sex. I know, but what I walked into this room, right? I walk in, bring them both a cup of tea. <laughs> There's this, like, the man's just naked, waist down. No. Nor standing to attention with his, like, walking frame, just hobbling over to his wife. <laughs> Sat in the armchair, like, hand down, ready. <laughs> and I honestly just turned around and I was like, I'm not doing this. I was like, you just enjoy yourself. <laughs> I'm, you don't need to. Right well, that's the thing, like, does it, does it still, like, would you still get wet as an old I person? I think 
You can, but I just think it's like, less. Like, like being like, oh, let's make a baby, let's get wet, you know. Yeah, I think it's just, I think you probably still can. I just think either less or it's harder to or, you know. But I just think lube is your friend. Um, actually, you know what? I think that sounds for everyone. Lube is your friend. What about difficulty sleeping? That's a nice one. <laughs> <It's not. clears throat> well, I mean, you would if you had... No, you had all the time. You had anxiety. Yeah. You were dry. You had a headache. It does flushes. Yeah. Joint pain, weight gain. My mum was saying her teeth would hurt. Oh my god. Yeah. Memory loss. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Brain fog. People literally just like can't concentrate on things. Can't See, remember I just think this must be so confusing. Because at my age, if you start like forgetting suffering things. with like memory loss and stuff, my first thought would be like, oh my god, I've got early onset dementia. Yeah. Same. Um, and that, like, would be scary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really scary. Literally. It would be so weird. Like, because also I feel like around the time people are experiencing menopause, it's probably around times of, like, change as well, where, like, their children have probably moved out mm. or, like, you know, something's happened with their job. Like, it's it's not like a, you know, it's, like, quite a weird time. And anyway, yeah. And these issues and, like, you know, feeling like, my mum said, like, her anxiety went up so much and... <clears throat> Yeah, just so many different pains and she just wishes it was more, like, spoken about and, like, people were taught as well. Yeah, we definitely... I don't remember being taught anything about menopause. I literally was never taught anything. All I knew about menopause was from my mum saying, it's when you stop having your period and you just, like, get hot flushes. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it was like, oh, she's going through the change. Yeah. She's having a hot flush. That's yeah. that. And I was like, oh, that sounds all right. Well, that's not ideal, but <laughs> not and now we're here. And, and now it's like, like oh. it sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, obviously people have to go on like hormone replacement therapy because like it just really messes with their hormones and just you know makes them irritable, anxious, depressed, all of the above. Lovely stuff. Love having um, a uterus. Yeah, it does me so many favors. <laughs> um, oh, what's the other thing? Oh yeah, well, I said the other thing people don't speak about is that you get like irregular bleeding a lot. Okay. And she was like, when we were we were always taught that if you bleed at any other time other than your period, it's like concerning, you know. Yeah. So she was like really confused because sometimes she'd bleed for like two weeks straight and then not for ages and then just like regular like just random bleeding. See, this is really interesting because like how you said like, that your mum always got told if you bleed outside your period, like talk to someone. And like my mum is the same. But I feel like we never got taught that. Yeah. Because I've had like two, three like occasions of like extra menstrual bleeding yeah. long period bleeding but like they heavy, were like you not like had a lot of <laughs> yeah. yeah like proper like bleeding i remember telling my mum the first time and her being like like very dramatic mm, yeah that's it and we just been like oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just you know and to be fair the, like around the first time it was when i just come off the pill so i was like it's probably just that yeah and then it kept happening so but like even my doctor was just been like, oh, well, that's pretty pale. And I was like, well, I haven't been on the pill for two years now, so probably oh not. God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's dairy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't eat or drink dairy. And I like, think... maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I just think it's interesting that they were taught that, but no one ever really said that to us. I know. Also, so like, bizarre. Bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I feel like we also just don't get taught enough about like discharge. No, I my first um, conversation about discharge was like uh, I remember I was on the trampoline with like two of my friends at the time, just yeah. sitting there, obviously not jumping. That would just be <laughs> this sounds like it's going in a different direction. But we were just talking about stuff, and I remember this one of them being like, "Oh, we were talking about periods," and being like, "Oh yeah, my friend who was in like a couple of years back, and like 
says that if you start getting some like white stuff mm-hmm. in your underwear, that means it's coming soon. Um, and I was like, <laughs> like none of us had started our periods yeah. yet, so we were all just like, oh, okay, okay. okay. And I was like, oh, I've had to just watch for like a year. Yeah, yeah. And then it was still like a few more years before yeah. I had. So obviously that was just like word of mouth from her like yeah. friend who obviously in her experience had yeah. got discharged and then got her period. But yeah, like, yeah. I, that was my only I think conversation as a teenager about discharge. Yeah, like yeah. I don't it. think anyone ever spoke about it ever. Like ever like it was just never spoken about and i remember one of my friends telling me like i think we were like 18 at the time and obviously not that long ago me like two years ago um <laughs> and she said her boyfriend like she went for a shower or something and her boyfriend saw her underwear and obviously there was like some discharge in it mm. and he went to her and was like oh so like <laughs> oh she's gonna hate me telling this but i don't think she was <laughs> she was like oh so you can he said oh so you can come without me and she was like, well, first of all, yes. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, like, come in my pants. <laughs> like, that's just so much. <laughs> just sat there. Yeah, just really well, like, oh, like, come again. Yeah, like, A-levels, all. Oh, yeah, no, I remember um, Milan, like, <laughs> once, like, uh, just sorting out, like, the laundry. Yeah. And just, like, pick up and put her around kind of look at it. And, like, I could just see you trying to be like, what is that? <laughs> and then just not really, but be like, <laughs> and I was just thinking, is he gonna ask? He never did, but I think he probably just. I mean, I talk about it. And yeah, he's yeah, yeah, figured it out. <laughs> yeah, cottoned on that that's what it was. But yeah, it's so. And also, because isn't it like your discharge and just your vaginal health in general can be like a good indicator of your the rest of your health? Yeah, yeah, it's meant to be like a. You meant to watch that discharge. <laughs> you meant to fucking watch that shit. You know? And it's like changes obviously throughout your cycle like, yeah. when you're ovulating and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I also. Another discharge story. I remember my friend, um, when she was with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and they were like staying together, she wore like panty liners locked to like the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and him being like, is it normal to like have this much discharge? Like, and her being like, yeah, like literally mm-hmm. every single girl yeah. has like this much discharge. Yeah. It's just, and him being like, what? Like, <laughs> he honestly thought there was something like up with her. Yeah. She always wore panty liners locked. Like, just, I know it's so bizarre. It's and like normal. you hear about people that put a tampon in for their discharge. Oh, please do not do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that, guys. <laughs> please please do, that. do not do that. Like some days I might probably have enough for a tampon. Yeah, but it's just I have enough to fill a small paddling pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when you know you're just in your pajamas, like no one yeah. knows, and you just feel it kind of like go down your leg, yeah, and, and you're like, like mm, I'm just gonna. <laughs> 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 you're really yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's um, anyway, maybe we should do an episode on this. <laughs> we should. Because like, even I was that. freaking out the other day. My brother messaged you, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. my discharge is like brown," and you were like, "That's literally like." I was like, like "Yeah, oh my god, welcome to the club." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I've got discharge. I've had it." <laughs> Nothing shocks me anymore. Love. I really hope no one is listening to that. That was like discharge. They probably are. Yeah. I was like, "We're putting this on." We're literally in Texas are listening to this. Yeah, our Texas listener. How did you find us? And, and who are you? And who are you? Thank you. Yeah, um, we love. Yeah, just no one in Norwich listens, but Texas people do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so treatments for menopause. Yes. Include hormone therapy, which is the administration of estrogen. Oh, see, I feel like this is a good point to mention. Something that I found out recently mm-hmm. is that when you get a prescription for HRT, um, you actually have to pay your prescription charge twice each time because it's technically two different 
types of medication, mm. which is which is so horrific. bad. Like that's literally double the money. Because you, you have to you have to have both. <laughs> like what a joke. Mm. I mean, I know we're very lucky with like the NHS, but still, what a joke. Yeah, like I'm not like I'm glad the NHS. Yeah, so we like, love you NHS. I honestly you really do. <laughs> yeah, like so we much. actually worship the ground you walk on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I ever heard anyone talking about um, HRT was on um, BBC News. I remember they did like a thing on it, and like one of the news readers, I think it was Naga Manchetti, was talking about like <laughs> very specific. Yeah. Memory. I have actually a really good memory. You'll find this out. I do. Um, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember her talking about it, and that was literally like the first time I'd ever heard anyone talk about it, and. They were literally just saying how like bad menopause is and like mm. how much it affects women and all people that menstruate yeah. and how it's not spoken about and stuff. But yeah, just never got brought up in See, any other because my my mum had a hysterectomy when I was five, mm. so she's been on hormones for like as long as I can remember. So I remember a lot of hearing about her like having to take the hormones and stuff, but I like just never really heard anything about menopause. Yeah, that because she was like, don't worry about that for a while. Yeah. So did she go through menopause then? Like how does that No, work? She, I think she went straight on to hormones after she had a hysterectomy. I'm not actually, maybe I should ask. Yeah. I'm like, so mum, what is the situation yeah, with, your, with your stuff? Organs? Do you have ovaries? Do you have fallopian tubes? Yeah, if so, why? Yeah. If not, why? Because my mum also had endometriosis mm. so I'm kind of thinking surely it would have made sense for them to just whip out everything she's yeah. not going to have any more kids I mean she couldn't she was having a stroke yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't even have had me but here we are um, aren't we glad she did <laughs> so other treatments include um, gabapentin for hot flushes which is used to treat like epilepsy and seizures which is interesting, interesting. so I don't really know how that works because again no. I don't know anything about biology but very interesting. Um, do you want to talk about how to manage it? Oh yes, management. This is everyone's favourite um, favourite thing for the doctor to tell you. Yeah, you have to live that healthy lifestyle, guys. Make sure you have a healthy lifestyle, and that will like cure everything. You know, oh, you will never feel again. No, have, if you just have like a bit of broccoli, you know, you won't get walk somewhere and you're done. Yeah. Walk somewhere. Honestly, all broccoli. my problems were solved when I uh, walked. <laughs> We all know that a healthy lifestyle will only do so much. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then apparently calcium and vitamin D help with menopause as well. Interesting. Yeah. Because I always think of calcium as like, you know, bones. Yeah. And we don't want that bone. In my mind, I'm just saying, chucky milk help bones go strong. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even believe because I don't think we should drink milk. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, because... A lot of menopausal people are deficient in calcium and vitamin D. Um, Isn't like... See, I think I remember reading that like 90% of people, or a very high amount of people in the UK, yeah. or just, you know, darker countries, yeah. um, are deficient, deficient in vitamin D. Yeah. Because, well, you know, it rains. And we all spend way too much time inside because yeah. it rains. <laughs> also, the lockdown. Like, we must all be so deficient. Yeah. God, this winter, we've all, like, plummeted. Yeah. And that's why people get... Um, your generally your mood is lower in winter because you're less you have less vitamin D. Really, but also I'm not even making that up. But I, I, I think that's true. <laughs> um, oh right, yeah, because when you're in menopause, as we said earlier, there's a higher chance of developing osteoporosis where your bones kind of like mm. begin to lose density and break down. Good times. Um, so does that basically mean that people with 
uteruses are more likely to have osteoporosis than yeah, people with penises. Did you know anyone at the care home that had osteoporosis that was... Literally, like, all of them. <laughs> like, every resident, essentially. Like, that's yeah, it is more common in people with uteruses. Interesting. We hate that. That's just not surprising in the slightest. It, no, it's really not. <laughs> um, also, Kegel exercises. Is that how you say it? Kegel? Kegel, yeah. Yeah, exercise for incontinence. So... Basically, just like strengthening your pelvic muscles so that you don't pee as much, which I really need to do. Honestly, I am like, why am I kegel so weak? Because I've not had children or anything. Yeah. But I also just feel like, they're, what are they doing? Like, they <laughs> what are they doing? They don't seem to be doing a lot. Yeah, what are they doing other than just letting my bladder empty itself whenever it wants? Honestly, I have to pee so often. Same. Like, like it's ridiculous. Mm. I have to pee when we got hit. <laughs> <laughs> And also, like, if I've done like the, the gym, I'm like, it takes me about like five minutes to sit down, mm. and I'm like, by that point, I can't like, I'm like, like I really like need to go, like I don't have time. To yeah, like when after you work out, which is a very rare occurrence for me, and then you're just like, you can't even sit on the toilet because yeah. it's just too much. Well, I was in the library. I always think the people around me must just think I have an issue because I honestly get up to pee every half an hour. Yeah, and like, there's people. That are sitting, like sat next to me and they don't move for like four hours. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like sure. Like drinking. I'm yeah. like, sorry, what is going on? Literally, here? literally, I don't I've get had it. Two sips of water. Yeah, in five minutes, I'm yeah. trying to pee it out. Like it's just literally because also when I'm nervous, I drink more, but I also need to pee more. Mm. Or when so I'm like, such a like snail, I just drink. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, I need to get for my water. I've got to stay hydrated. Yeah, like I remember, like before exams, I would be so like stressed because I'd be like, I'm like, I had a really dry mouth because I was so nervous. So I wanted to drink water, but then if I drank more water, I'd have to go to the toilet in the exam. Yeah, yeah. I do. So yeah. I was like. It's just embarrassing to do your hand up something. Yeah, and yeah. someone has to like follow you. And but what I was gonna say, like, when all people have children, um, that that kind of ruins their pelvic floor anyway. Mm. So I feel like we've already got issues. Yeah, with how much pelvic can floor it get? stuff, and then you go through menopause. Like, yeah. it's just gonna get even worse. Like, is it really like? Well, yeah, because then you get to like old age, and then like that's why they have like. Incontinence, isn't it? And oh, you see those they adverts. Are massive. Like the advert, the, the adverts lie. The pads mm. don't. They are not discreet. I've seen them. <laughs> Honestly, some of them are. They like nappies. Well, you can get nappy ones. Yes. Uh, you also just get like massive, massive pads. And when I say massive, I'm honestly talking about like the size of my whole laptop. Wow. Like that is a lot. Like laid down. Like they are. Wow. They, like blue down. And even the bit that goes in between your legs is really wide. And I'm like, where is this going? Yeah. <laughs> Like, where does this fit? Honestly, if you ever go into a care home or mm. send a road trip, I don't really want to now. After your story. Um, just make sure you've got some pants with proper elastic to mm. keep those pads up because so many of them come in and all the elastic's busted on their underwear. Oh. The pads are just moving everywhere, the underwear's moving everywhere, and then you're walking down the corridor, pad hanging out your leg with oh two carers chasing after you. And I'm like, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's not very dignifying. Um, so just make sure you take elasticated underwear. Yeah. Big elasticated underwear. It's not like we're mm-hmm. like, it's not like we're Okay, should we wrap it up? Probably. Last last thoughts or what? Um, I don't know how much we've actually spoken about menopause in this episode. Um, but uh, I've enjoyed. We said a lot of things that are probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you are a doctor or a nurse or anyone who knows, through it, even if you've done biology GCSE <laughs> in the last five years, yeah. Um, thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate your time. Yeah. 
Um, let us know on our Nick, Instagram. If you're listening, I hope you've enjoyed Nick, learning about menopause. Nick's actually our number one fan. Um, let us know your reactions. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. If you want to suggest anything to us to talk about, hit up at Bloody Good UEA on Instagram. Yeah, we will try and do another episode on like surgeries and operations to do with vagina fun stuff. <laughs> That's not what <laughs> on like uteruses, ovaries, fallopian tubes. Um, right. <laughs>